Hey there, nerd. All alone again tonight? Well, let me make sure you can have some company. Go to your phone and look up Awful Neutral Podcast. Leave me a message of what you want us to do. You can leave your comment wherever you want. Awful Neutral is five gold for the first minute and seven gold for each additional minute. Credit card fees may apply. We do not guarantee happiness. God is a lie. I'll even give you advantage. Foolish mortals, to awful, neutral. Hello and welcome to the Awful Neutral Podcast. I am your Dungeon Master, Damian Mercado. With me, as always, is Clint Beiser as... Artificarian. No, I'm just kidding. Nice. Artificarian. Yeah. <laughs> you fool me for a second. I like that. I, I like the other voice. Can we? Do we get a vote? <laughs> Let's do that one forever now. Can you stutter in that voice? I. Oh, that's Artificarian. Artificarian. It just sounds like a demon being birthed. <laughs> Jesse Egan as. Chad Bingsley. <laughs> Great voice. I love that voice. new voice, that new character direction you've taken, Chad. Clint, Beautiful. be more like Jesse. <laughs> I'm sorry. Chad Bingsley. <laughs> Caleb Cleveland as... G-g-g-g-gong. Ghost Pirates. Yeah, I was so... I was so amusing. Ghost Salvador Viesca as Lothario. <laughs> I'm little I'm little baby Lothario. Can oh. someone pick me up and put me in your I'll body? I'll put you on my shoulder. This, are we gonna start like a Muppet Babies esque? <laughs> uh, can we do that episode? Muppet now? Babies. <laughs> Back when I was just a veal. <laughs> when you was just a veal, we all for the strangely stockinged and yet. Kind of hot, Nanny. <laughs> Has anyone ever seen her face? <laughs> Don't ruin the fantasy. I, I can picture that face to be whatever I want right now, which is just Miss Piggy's face. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> Dave Callens could not be here today, I assume, because he has... My hammer. Some hammer <laughs> issues in Los Angeles. I assume he's doing a show or something. Got hammered. Uh, Sarah Lee Steiner could not be with us because she is busy crushing D in Europe right now. So if you're a male listener in the Scandinavia area and you see an elf with a jelly arm and a cigarette hanging out of her mouth... And her mom. Yeah, and her mom. <laughs> give her a shot. You got a good chance at a three-way. She's good, 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 good to go. <laughs> <laughs> and AG could not be here because she has some event for Muller she wrote and I believe she's in San Francisco today. Correct, at the time of this recording. Last time on the Awful Neutral podcast... Lothario had woken up from his incredible night two episodes prior. 
Gonk had wandered into the tavern to meet him as Lothario was getting some hair of the dog. To wash away the hair of the dog. <laughs> Chud, Kevin, and Gertrude were attempting to lay a trap for whatever was killing the homeless in the merchant district of Duke's court. Their plan was to leave Gertrude unattended. <laughs> Great That's plan. True. And They're... if she was still alive by the time they got back, put her in a trap. <laughs> yeah. Use her as the bait. Well, we put her in a trap and then we left. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But we didn't go far. We were only like a block away. And then we were gone for like two minutes. We came back. She was but gone. But we left her unattended, yeah. which yeah. is never. During that time, they went to go grab Gonk and Lothario. Once they grabbed Gonk and Lothario, they rushed to get back into position to spring the trap. Upon sneaking very stealthily into position, they all noticed that Gertrude was gone. They saw evidence of a struggle leading into the sewer. At that point, our four heroes decided to go into the sewer to uh, see if they could find Gertrude. At some point, upon investigation, they discovered that it looked like elven tracks. Somebody with elven footprints had... But somebody that was lightly armored like an, an elf. Yes, right. light on their feet, very agile like an elf, had t- carried off Gertrude. I remember Gonk was doing an impersonation of a submarine. The party searched the sewer for quite a bit, Lothario being quite comfortable down there as he it is not his first we time... We his mom. ...in the Duke's Court sewer. Lovely. Eventually, they reached a T in the intersection. They split up... Uh, Kevin and Lothario went left, and Chud and Gonk went right. Lothario and Kevin ran into Lothario's mom, who laid a massive guilt trip on him the entire conversation about not calling his mother. 14 points Expert of guilt, guilt trip yeah. rolls. Despite the chonkla being drawn, the only person who was hit that day was Kevin when he tried to bat at the chonkla. As well as my poor, poor bird. Earlier in the episode, Chud had sent Hudson out on a scouting mission to find Lothario's mom. As a pigeon. Now, despite not having any direction or know-how how to get there, it somehow was able to find Lothario's mom. But unfortunately, this purple, celestial, brilliant-looking pigeon was shot on sight as it entered. During their conversation with Lothario's mother, Lothario and Kevin told them what their partners, Gonk and Chud, were up to. At that, she urged them to turn around and to leave. Because what they had uh, stumbled upon was three large enforcer-grade Warforged and one Warforged who looked to be uh, yeah. doing construction. They were installing the blue power lines, essentially, right. that you guys had been seeing and throughout the town. And they had the insignia. The symbol of the Black Order on their chest, leading you to believe that this might be something, uh, if not nefarious, certainly something off the books. These are those dicks that rolled with Thanos, right? That's it. Rejoice! After some slapstick where Chud had to jump into a river of sewage in order to retrieve his Rocky Talkie. Yeah. Ten minutes of turd jokes. And ten minutes of turd jokes. The party ended up meeting up again with Lothario's mom. But we're not going to start the story there. We're going to start it with Tifi, who finds himself in the workshop of the mechanic with a schematic or two he would like to work on. The mechanic stands in front of Tifi. Oh, wonderful to have you back. Hello, mechanic. I, I hope you appreciate... Uh the upgrades that I made for your uh, Warforged. I have. I have. It has increased efficiency in this workshop by 23%. Uh, that, that's a good amount. Um, there will be even more as I continue upgrades, as I, I've actually learned and adapted your processes into other things. Thank you, Tiki. That was very generous. You're welcome. It was the least we could do, um, considering we woke you up and uh, used your lab late at night. It was very gracious of you. It was the, uh, as much as I could do. Anytime. Anytime. Look who learned to be so polite. Huh? I know. Like miles away in the subterranean layer of the Thieves Guild, Gonk makes a metal note to insult grievously the mechanic. (laughs) For some reason, just for no reason, no reason at all. (laughs) Go fuck yourself. I just I wanted to um, 
use a use your uh, workshop again to make this crossbow, the repeater crossbow uh, for Lothario. We're just we're trying to stock up on on good equipment because we never know what's going to happen, and it's a good time to do this. Oh well, what I'm working on right now can wait. If I offer my assistance, would you accept it? I would love that. Put your hand out. May I see those schematics, please? Okay. Yes. Uh, sure. She, uh, she takes them from your hand. <laughs> Excellent. And she walks over to her bench, lays. <laughs> Suddenly becomes rude again. Go fuck yourself. She walks over, hands it to two of her Warforge servers. They hold it in front of a light. She lays out all of her tools. Mm-hmm. All right, let's get started. I um, have my own. Thank you. Oh, excellent. Tell me, do the functionality of your tools, is there limits? Are there additional tools that you require? Um, they, they can uh, reshape themselves uh, to, to, to be multiple tools. Uh, it's, well, it's harder to describe. It's easier to just show you. Oh God. Uh, and TV shows all Unzip. the tools. She is fascinated. She's look, She's adjusting her glasses to, to try to get the best view she can of it. Fascinating. With your permission, one day I'd really like the, the chance to study you. Well, um, I, maybe, um, I don't know what I'll have time to just sit around and be studied, but uh, whenever I'm working with you, go feel free to take notes. Excellent. I will do so. Go ahead and give me a tinkering check. And we're going to see how well this crossbow gets done. All right. First, I will uh, cast uh, Guidance on myself. Okay. Which gives me a D4. Is that right? Yeah, it's 1D4. 1D4 to um, my ability check. Um, And then... um, I just want to point out that this went from nerdy to dirty real fast. (laughs) Nerdy to squirty. And then... Again, squirty. That's clearly a Squirtle reference. And then um, with her, at what what I get uh, advantage. advantage? Okay. So twenty six. Because you rolled so well, I'm going to say that you went above the upgrade that you were going to do. You follow the first steps of the schematics, which requires just building the general crossbow frame. However, because the original schematic, while brilliant, came from a student of the mechanics. The combination of both you and the mechanic and your uh, uh, years of expertise, uh, you were able to see a few points where you could actually upgrade the design. Uh, a couple things that the mechanic's disciple missed, things that can only be gained through years of experience. The original crossbow design required a hand crank that would allow somebody to reload the crossbow but would only be able to get a limited number of shots off and around. The way you guys designed it, substituting out different levers, using different tinkering tricks, you are actually able to make the reloading mechanism a bit more like a shotgun. So you pump it mm-hmm. uh, to reload the next round. With that, you were able to get Lothario three attacks per round. That's broken. <laughs> awesome. The third shot would be in lieu of a bonus action. So you can get two shots, whereas before, and if he wants a third, he would have to sacrifice So it's not that section. crossbow from friggin' like Van Helsing or whatever, but it's pretty damn good. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. Damn, that's awesome. What do you mean? Thanks, right. Jesse. You get the blueprint, uh, right? <laughs> it takes roughly three hours with the help of you two and several Warforged servants to get this done. It actually takes a lot shorter of a time than either you or the mechanics thought. This has just been a smashing success in terms of the product you produced and how quickly you got it done. Yay! This, uh, oh, TV. This, uh, this might be one of my finest works yet. You are quite talented at TV. You are a sight to behold. Well, yes. It's, it's what I was built for. You should have seen my master. He was amazing. She t- says while rubbing softly 
his like his <laughs> warforged metal cheek. <laughs> the whole time you're talking, she's staring at you, uh, pausing as if she's assessing your design. And could you tell me anything about your master? Well, um, it wasn't too long after he made me that he disappeared. Um, so I don't didn't spend a lot of time with him. I spent most of my existence alone, and um, but I read many of his books, and his his plans were amazing and so I'm, I've been kind of searching for him but I have no idea where to start or if he's alive but you asked about um, the, the, the first time we met you asked about where my soul came from I believe correct um, this, this will describe how genius he is they're actually fragments of souls um, as he would say stitched together um, it, it, so it's, there's no one soul it's not like um, a lost soul trapped and reused or anything vile like that it's you know certain things in the universe will cause souls to be destroyed and fragments will carry through the universe and he found a way to capture fragments and stitch them back together he must have been an incredible artificer to have even conceptualized this Yes, um, so that's that's something for you, a, a gift of knowledge that I will give to you for for being a uh, friend. Thank you. She puts her hand out for a handshake. This is something that she doesn't do for many people. Art of Carrion kind of cocks his head to the side a little bit, confused like a dog does. A Just shake bit. my hand. <laughs> um, he, he, he starts to get it before, but he not a lot of people have been uh, had a good... You haven't shaken many hands, have you? Um, no. Uh, I'm bad with people, but I feel like we get along because we understand each other. Shaking hands. Well, I don't have many friends either. I have many acquaintances and many people who might consider me their friend, but people who uh, I look forward to meeting and enjoy spending time with are very few, and um, I- I'm proud to say that I consider you one of those people. Please come back anytime you ever need me. Okay, okay, but I'm gonna go now. At that point, Tifi's Rocky Talkie starts to go off. Um, hello? Hi, Tifi! It is gone! Hi! Hello, how Can you how, hear me over there? How's the, the um, setup uh, going? We're in, we, there's a fearsome echo on this end, because we in the sewers. Uh, you're in the sewers already. Uh, what about yeah. Gertrude? Are are you watching for her? Is she... No, we lost her. But guess what? Uh, you've already lost Gertrude. Uh, How long ago? Yeah. Well, <laughs> well, let me check the sun because I'm in the sewers. Oh, I don't know, Tiffy. Oh, okay. I ain't got a well, watch because they ain't been invented. <laughs> <laughs> no, we do. I'm just joking about that. It's about three uh, p.m. So we lost her about <laughs> oh at least ninety minutes ago. But that's that ship is sailed. We're in the we're in the uh, deep in the poop here, both literally and figuratively. We found oh. a whole bunch more wall forged. Mole wall forged. Mole wall forged. Mole wall forged. War forged. It's common a second language to you. It is considered the trade speak. Uh, well, I, I, well, anyway, look, we found some more wall forged down here. And uh, uh, it, we'd be love to tell. I, I could well, like draw you a stick figure, yeah. 
But there's uh, some serious At this point, uh, Tiffy cancels this call <laughs> and, and, uh, and calls Chud. <laughs> um, hello? Chud? Go for Bingsley. Hello. Hi. Um, he kept talking about Mawa Fauge to end, I'm assuming, more Warforged. Yeah, but we ran into a couple more robots. Do you need me? Where are you? <laughs> yeah, I'm talking to Tiffy. You can turn your phone off. No, I. No. Hey, hey, Where you are you? You still there? You still there, buddy? Hey, I, we found more Warforged. You get that, Paul? I'll tell you something Cancel about it. Cancel the Thario. The Thario. It's totally awesome. Hello? Hey, you still there? Hey, what's up, Tiffy? Hi. More Warforged. You get hey, that, Guys, bit? guys, can you keep it down real quick? Hey, I gotta walk into the room. What's up, oh, buddy? We got Sal. Where uh, are you guys? On. How do I catch up with you guys? Uh, we're actually in the sewers. Uh, okay, which. Great. Should I use coming from the mechanics? Uh, probably the closest one to you, and then uh, hang a you left. You got any more upgrades, do you? Gaw keeps using my phone. Gaw <laughs> use your own phone. Because guess what? Apparently my phone, my call dropped off. I feel so like just make like sure we're... you ain't got like no a nose upgrades. Because one, robots and noses just look stupid, and two, <laughs> this place smells like off just. Gosh, awful. This feels okay, like I, Guns N' Roses where Axel shares his microphone. I'll, tr- I'll try to have yeah, someone send a familiar to meet you. You're sitting right outside the mechanics? It's just a gentle November <laughs> rain. It is a November <laughs> rain. All right. My okay, God. this is Gonk signing off. Tiffy. <laughs> All right, Bye, Tiffy. I love you. Tiffy, so, uh, yeah, anywho, if you want to join us down here, we could sure use the reinforcementos. Is that a word? Anywho, um, you need directions? I can, uh, I'll send you the GPS location on your rock. I, hold on. I need to turn off my emotions. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> huh. Yeah, that is got that better. Anger is difficult. Hello. <laughs> yes, yes. So, second crate, turn left. Right. Okay, and then um, how about uh, you know I'm gonna send Rust ahead and scope out where to go and. All right, just I'll tell him to watch you. out for crossbow bolts. I happen to lose a familiar today. Oh, that's terrible. Oh, yeah. I finished uh, Lothario's repeater crossbow. It's, <laughs> it's even better than expected. Oh, that's good oh, news. Awesome. You guys, thanks. Bring buddy. that with you because we Doesn't might use. Surprise it. anybody. You're the best, Tiffy. Yep. That's right. Gonk is uh is being very supportive. You're, you're good. <laughs> yeah, we need to. Okay, bye. All right, we'll see you soon. Come on down. It's kind of poopy down here. Oh, take it real quick, you. <laughs> Excuse me, uh, mechanic. I'm struggling a lot right now. I've learned that it's not okay to interrupt people, but sometimes people really need to be interrupted. I think I think it's a situational thing. I think sometimes you need to assess uh, the, you know, the positives and negatives, what the possible risks versus rewards are. If I overheard correctly, you have the ability to turn off your emotions. Uh, that is an incredible advantage as far as ignoring things. Well, I just was given emotions by Agma, and with it, he gave me the ability to turn them off. That was very intelligent of him. I don't think I could function with emotions on all the time. I don't know how people do it. Mm, yeah, us organics tend to be a very illogical people. Anyhow, I don't want to keep you from your friends. Bye. Um, I send, uh, I go to the nearest sewer opening um, and send Rust down it Mm -hmm. um, uh, to try to locate them. Um, He Roll me a d20. We're going to see how long it takes. Hopefully he doesn't turn Uh, the wrong way. He has, he's an owl. I think he has uh, night vision and advantage on visual stuff. On perception checks? Visual perception. Yeah, give me a, give, give me a perception check. Yeah, why not? Okay. We'll see how long it takes him. 
17 natural. All right, so 20. All right, so you got a dirty 20? Yep. Excellent. Uh, <laughs> is, is that where we're going in now? Yeah. Awesome. Uh, with a dirty 20, we're going to say that it took Rust only about a few minutes. As Tiffy's familiar uh, leads Tiffy to where the party is just a few minutes away, we're now going to pick up with Lothario's mom and Jothario and Anton. Uh, I'm very glad that you, you are safe and you did not engage those warforged over there. That is something that uh, you should be doing as a group. I feel yeah. like we could have taken them. They look mighty tough, but I think well, all of us together, maybe. Yeah. Well, we have lost a few uh, few thieves just trying to investigate to find out what they are doing in these sewers. Gong's neck, like, withdraws a little bit into his shell. He's mm. like, what? Yes, these, uh, these, these warforged... These guys got a body count going? Yes, uh, traditionally, uh, I've seen very few warforged since the wars that uh, attack on site, usually they're much more servile. So these, they didn't, how many, what, hold on, let me take a little census here. Uh, have you guys actually seen a whole lot of wallflowers around Duke's Court? I saw have a few we, in the mechanics office. Um, usually the warforge you see will be utilitarian at the mechanics or like servants servile, to, a, to yeah. a wealthy um, Do sense. we see them like gen- like sweeping or like? In more, some of the more upscale shops, yes. Oh, okay. Mm. It's like at Pierre and Sons, you certainly saw some this warforged. Is, well, that's this is the first time I, since coming to town that I've seen some that looked like they could they were equipped. Yeah, for yeah, these are some tough ones. Robot jobs. Well, sir, we uh, we did call in some reinforcements. Uh, our, our buddy Tiffy's coming, and he's bringing a new weapon for Lothario too. So uh, maybe the five of us, uh, uh, with your help, Mrs. De La Pulga, um, perhaps we could take them. If that's not too much to ask. Mm, well, uh, we had wanted some anonymity. If it was discovered we moved against the Black Order, I feel it would be a complication that I would prefer to avoid. But if the only way through this is with the assistance of uh, our guild, then... Well, whatever they got planned, it can't be good. I mean, it ain't going to benefit you in the long run at all. Yeah. If you want to send us as independent contractors, you could just 1099 us afterwards if you prefer. Yeah, that works for me. Are you guys, uh, do you, I mean, just remember to put some away for taxes. That yes. Is a big deal. I always Otherwise, forget that. They, that's, that's how they get you. Completely screwed mm-hmm. on the last one. I'm all set with the pirating union and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. So tell me, boys. What do you intend to do? I have told you you have expressed interest in these cultists. I have hired you to handle these warforged. I have already put my phone number into one of your phones, but let me put it into one of your phones who might actually call me because Lothario just does not call his phone. He like 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 fumbles with his his Mm. stone of fire speech and hands it over. Is still covered in sewage. <laughs> it's he. He would have Mine like is. taken the little cloth off his head and like given it a cursory okay. wipe and handed it. Just it. smears more <laughs> into it. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, he like holds it against his chest. Like it's okay. yeah. I hand her my rocky talkie too, and I say, "Follow me on Venmo." <laughs> <laughs> oh, you've been learning a thing or two from your friend Lothario. I see I about stealing. I have. You taught me how to hustle people. That's good stuff. Oh, Lothario, you make your mother so proud. Yeah, he's a good boy. Either of you two can now contact Lothario's mom whenever you want. She'd contact you. That sounds real weird. I, I tell Lothario's you. mom has entered the party. <laughs> Joe Lothario. Anton, uh, go with them. <laughs> nice. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, fellas. My vote is uh, we wait for Tifi, we take these two fellas, and we go and we kick some Warforged butt. Uh, that sounds like fun. But yeah. We got it. We- one way or the other, our tracks uh, to finding Gertrude and finding this mysterious elven uh, assailant who has been uh, running around and causing mischief and mayhem, summoning demons and whatnot, 
it's all got to come back. All these threads have got to connect somehow to these fall mysterious turtles. I don't and know. And I have a feeling that we get past them warforged, all, all, are there three warforged? Uh, I think I said it was four. Oh, okay. Four of the fifth, I fifth being a servant one. I, I, okay, I prefer are, the fall wall fall. Fall wall fall. Fall wall wall fall. I thought there was more, but apparently they ain't. Okay, so we fall. need to find the fall wall fall. Fall wall fall. them out, and they will deliver the answers to finding out whoever this mysterious assailant, it might be the shredder. It could. <laughs> it might be your splinter. I say we check it out. Am I the only one that's already kind of just, you know, come to terms with the fact that we lost Gertrude? <laughs> no, Gertrude is 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 an unfortunate loss. Uh, she'll be loss. she'll be remembered. She will be missed. Will she be missed? I think so. I mean, more so than cabbage. Absolutely. Who's that? I don't know. <laughs> uh, no, we will discover Gertrude. We need to find the shred- if we find the shredder, we will find Gertrude. And that in order to do that, we need to find we need to get through them wildfires. So mm-hmm. I suggest. We immediately sit here and wait. Did you say Warforged? <laughs> for Tiffy. Uh, oh, there you is. Tiffy, there Tiffy. you are. Oh. We're waiting for you. Thank, great timing. Welcome to the sewers. It's lovely. Mm-hmm. This is kind of, oh, yeah. You're very polite. Thank Elder. Is he polite, Mom? You coming in at the right time. Have you been studying sarcasm? Yes, actually. Well Speak done. Speak of the Bate Zoo. Here you are. We gotta go. Uh, you ready to go kick some uh, Wallforged ass? Yeah. What, what, what is a Southern Fields Wallforged doing here? Is this uh, the. What? what, what? Well, uh, this is our friend Tiffy. He's just had his data moment and uh, learned yeah. that he has. Lothario, catch! Oh! I toss you the awesome <laughs> crossbow. Oh, that looks Roll, roll dexterity check. Okay, okay. Sick. I'll drop it in the sewage. <laughs> no, Did I? Got a, he, well, no, because I dropped it. Oh, okay. Maybe that's maybe that's why it's not as powerful as it could have been. Did he drop it in the? I got a three. You got a three. Oh, no. I got a three. So like it was a mastercraft item, but <laughs> yeah, that was just okay. But we're gonna have to work on damn it. Damn it, Lothario, you damn butterfly! It was a plus one crossbow when it was thrown to Lothario, but he dropped it, and now like it's kind of just off kilter and everything. It's no longer as accurate as it once was. It's, it's still a decent piece of machinery. <laughs> is that what I think? Is that a repeat of crossbow? Dude, yes. this thing is I just so made it. Awesome. I have I have dreamed of this. I've heard rumors. I have dreamed of something like this. It would make it would make any thief far more deadly. Oh, son, you are you have gotten a great gift. Is this your friend? I'm, your friend a, can do this? Yeah, he's my best friend. Lothario, I'm standing right here. Yeah, yeah, you are. Yeah, mom. So this is Tifi, <laughs> and yeah, he's one of my best friends. And I can't believe Chud gave him the blueprints. That's really nice. Both of you guys. Both of you guys. Really good people. Absolutely. And I tell you what, I bet you he'd make some repeater crossbows for you for a nominal fee. Follow me on Venmo. (laughs) (laughs) uh, She is actually pretty disconcerned. She, you know, Lothario, your mom is pretty old school and has some pretty uh, outdated views, especially on soul-infused Warforged. Mm-hmm. But upon the extremely warm reception of her son's friends and, and throwing the crossbow, she kind of takes a deep sigh. Things are changing. We, were pretty mo- we are a pretty <laughs> motley crew. <laughs> I, even though you're certainly going to hell, Mr. Tiffy, let me just say thank you for keeping my son safe. And she gives you a big kiss on your robot cheeks. Mwah! You have done such wonderful things for my mijo. I can never thank you enough. I believe I may visit hell one time, but I'm never going to die. I'm going to be immortal. <laughs> Heck yeah, that's the spirit. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta love your attitude, Tiffy. She crosses herself. <laughs> now, Tiffy, I got a question for you. Uh, we're about to face off with some Warforged. 
You think we should just try to fight them, or do you have any way of communicating with them to try to avoid a, a skirmish? Um, I'm bad at talking to people. Let's kick their ass. Yeah, Tifi plus communication equals uh, initiative rolls. Equals melted so, head. Yeah, so uh, let's uh, let's go bash some some heads in. Yeah. yeah. So bad th- there's bad more wolf forged. Fomo wolf. <laughs> Finally, somebody around here speaking like a normal human being. <laughs> Tifi, he he comes. He like waddles over, gives you a great big. It's like, you know, beefy hug. And, and it's turtle claws clinking on a more forged body. I, if I wasn't so homophobic, I would really appreciate this moment happening right here. <laughs> I, Did she say that? She, yeah, she, she's from a different time. Just, um, yeah, <laughs> let's see. It's a different generation. It's all right. TV, oh. I'm just so glad you're here. Isn't he the best, you guys? Yeah, you're the guy. goddamn the best. Thank you. All damn, all the gods, you're the best. <laughs> so, Lothario, when are you going to meet somebody who makes you this happy? Uh, when am I going to get some grandchildren out of you, Lothario? Uh, he meets oh, lots mama. of people. TV, TV, TV. Don't you have to plan? You, you should have seen shut the up two Jersey Shore girls from last night. <laughs> Chud, oh Chud, my let's... lord, the smell in that room. Thanks for the help, guys. So help me, time more, Lothario. <laughs> if I find out that you that you have children that you are not caring for in other cities, ooh, that is a chunkler. <laughs> and that's that rich, note, Mom. That's rich. On that note, with Tamora and Eldath at our backs, let's go smash some Rubens. <laughs> Into it. Excellent. I will send Anton and Chothariov. They will be traveling a little bit behind you, as I said before. I'd prefer not to get the thieves killed involved, but if you need them, they will be at your disposal. I'm sure we won't even notice their presence because they're so uh, incredibly compli- uh, competent uh, thieves. And now, right, we won't even know that they're there. He says, staring at Lothario. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I go, yes, and I did have one competent thief son. Isn't that right, Chothariov? <laughs> Hasn't said a word. Yeah, that he doesn't say a word. That is my favorite part. You should learn a thing or two from him. Unless he's calling you, right? It's because you didn't read to him growing up, Mom. You were you were around the least for him. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and he is very eager to please his mother now. <laughs> Tifi uh, casts Mending on the dinged up repeater crossbow. <laughs> Pats Lothario on the back. He casts mending on Lothario's <laughs> <laughs> Tries to cast it on his. Doesn't face. work. <laughs> it, it doesn't work on guilt damage. <laughs> Call me, she says to her son. Then, if he does yeah. not, I expect calls from you two. You bet. And then I text her a picture of uh, Snooky and Jaywell that he. <laughs> Here's his girlfriend. <laughs> he passed out. <laughs> In case oh, wow. you want to know who he's dating. Chad. Remember oh, the time like you tried to take a dick pic with your rocket? Uh, yeah. <laughs> no pictures. I know. I know. <laughs> Maybe that's an adventure Tifi yeah. comes up with. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the future. It'll be in the upgraded eye stone that Tifi invents. FaceTime. You guys are in flip rocks right now. Yeah. This is this These is there's a whole new age. I do have a question for you. Can I um, resummon my bird into a different form or kill this one and create another one? I don't really want to kill him, but it does. He'll just morph. Just, okay, just, just morph. kick him into the sun. Can I put? Can I turn him into some sort of amphibious creature, like an electric eel or something? Anything you want. Sky's the limit. Electric eel, it is. Okay. Uh, electric eels aren't amphibious, buddy. They, oh, they're not. They only water. They're only water. Well, that's what they I meant. They suffer when they're outside. What is of the they could die out. Amphibious means both. <laughs> 
Like it, like, oh. a, like a newt. I'm in it to be frog. an underwater creature. Oh, okay. because we're in the water. Like a big okay, For like now. A bullfrog or something like that. Well, an alligator in a sewer would be cool. Alligator. Do they fight? Do I they thought fight? something more stealthy. You could get up there as an eel. They wouldn't see it, and maybe you could shock them or sa- something. A big newt. Just saying, your electric eel would would have to roll something a bit more challenging to attack something on land. Oh, but they can attack the. Oh, okay. Anything's oh, possible in the world of D and D. Those guys are all on land. You're Familiars. Are, yeah, they are allowed land. to attack. Oh, okay. Okay. We're not. We're not in the, in the sewer. Creature. Just make it up. Oh yeah, actually, I don't think familiars are, are allowed to attack. They can oh, aid. Okay. They can assist your your action. Gotcha. So I really wanted to. You as can a, cast spells a... through them. There you go. They, that's what they can deliver. Touch attacks. Yeah. And like. Zap You'll, yeah. With your okay, so I'm if gonna make it into a, ranger, a uh, an, uh, an otter. How about an otter? Oh, there you go. An otter. That's yeah. so cute. And he'll swim up. You know how they swim on their back sometimes. So he'll Next kind of be like. Stealthy, but really He'll not. Like be As if he with was like an enormous, like exactly, like kidney stone yeah. that he got yeah. from the sewers. Stupid humans using yeah. tables instead of their tummies to smash, to smash out. <laughs> yeah, on their powerful bellies. So yeah. <laughs> well, they have perfectly good bellies. I have him sort of backstroke up there to just check out the scene and, and relay that, or you know, I can see through his okay. eyes, kind of thing. All right, uh, roll me a stealth check with advantage because you're doing it through your familiar. Seven. Nat 20. Nat 20. All right. You get down into a crouch position, sit in your meditative stance, and mm-hmm. you then begin concentrating on the ritual spell to change to change Hudson Hawk into, is it Hudson Otter or Hudson Hawk the Otter? It's, uh, <laughs> his name is Pop. Pop? Okay, so completely different name. Gotcha. Otter Pop. And, uh, <laughs> and okay. uh, but he still has a mohawk. Right, excellent. So this, uh, what, is he purple still? Yeah, he's a little purple otter. All right, because you rolled a nat 20, uh, your purple glowing celestial otter realizes that uh, uh, it might be dangerous to uh, go on this mission. So um, uh, just like Arnold Schwarzenegger in The Predator, he smears feces, like sewer feces on himself, and then uh, hops into the river and begins floating in the direction that Chud has sent him. With his size, he looks like an ogre turd floating down down the sewers. You only see three of the Torforge and one worker. There's three big ones and one scientist one or just three big guys? Uh, three big guys and one uh, and one look like con- you'd call them a construction, a laborer. So I let those guys know. It's still FOMO WOFO. There's uh, three big ones and one uh, one smaller one. I'm coming up. <laughs> Here come gone. So uh, I guess we sneak forward. Should we stealth it? Should we go and visit? Oh, there's, no, uh, there's, no, uh, there's no river or anything, right? There's no water anymore? Uh, there, there is. It, it was. I thought, I thought it'd be funny if I stealth in, like yeah, a Rambo. You you, yeah, you want to do like there is water. Uh, I want. Okay, I want to like cover myself like predator mud or whatever or sludge. Yeah, and sink. As you do that from the tunnels, you just hear your mother's voice, Cochino. So just I Cochino. Malison does not hear. Right. Uh, no, Malison is on the ship. Yeah, no, Malison is on the ship. All right. Well, he's stealthing up. Do you, do you have to roll for um, stealth? Yeah. Yes. yeah. I shall get Lothario a even better crossbow to be his best friend again. Upon the appoint, uh, a chosen signal, like maybe somebody mm-hmm. throws a turd, splats on the... Uh, or whatever thing, you guys want. Uh, Gonk will choose 15. to rage. Okay, so... I got a good spell. So, so I want is, you to turn on your emotional chip and rage, too. This is... Yeah. I, I rolled a 15, by the way. TV, so that means no pink eye. If TV wants to further tank, TV could take a slot of Barbarian. <laughs> and, and with your emotion chip, I'd let you rage. I could teach you. It makes total sense. Mm. So you guys are getting ready for combat. You guys have a plan. He's He said he's going to rage. Yeah. I'm trying to get a layout in my mind. Is this like a, like a tube room? 
Think of this like a yeah. T. You guys could set up this attack any which way you want. Uh, I'd have to make you roll a stealth roll. Uh, but I just did 15. 15? I got a 4 plus 11. Yeah. And I'm a good distance away from behind them. I'm just on the, on the opposite side. That's our squad. Okay, so you so Lothario submerges himself into the disgusting sewage. With this action, reminds all of you that despite the fact that Lothario dresses well, uh, takes a lot of pride in his appearance, he's not afraid to get Sorry, his cool. hands. He's, or, he's, got a handle shit. Got to handle shit. He uh, he's Martin Sheen in Apocalypse Now. Yeah. Do you want to get into position on the far side? Uh, far side, like almost equal distance to where Gon- uh, Chud's going to be to them. All right, so I think we're getting about ready to begin the sneak attack. To paint this for the fans, think of a, a T intersection. Off to the right of this T intersection, there's a, there is roughly 40 feet across. Yeah, this is a much smaller tube. Uh, there are uh, three Warforged on one side of the bridge. South side. On the south side of the bridge. One elite Warforged on the north side of the bridge. They are giant, hulking, massive. You can see that they have blade attachments on their arms, roughly resembling a short and a long sword. You can tell they also have some sort of uh, steamwork. It uh, looks like a firearm uh, for a ranged attack. Its stats look very similar to a heavy crossbow. Oh. These machines are on the lookout, but they clearly don't sense you guys yet. You guys have a surprise round. Yes. We so have. There is a plan. Yes. Yeah. We have already rolled initiative, so we're going to resolve everybody's uh, surprise round in that order. Tifi, what do you want to do? Um, I'm going to run up um, in... Um, so, <coughs> we're, we're here. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I'm going to run up and um, into a position which puts me in line with all of them, but there's room, there's a space behind me for uh, something. And I'm going to have Rust fly around behind all of them, and I'm going to uh, cast Curse on all three of the uh, big fighter Warforge. Okay, do I ha- do they or, have I'm to roll I'm sorry, not curse, Bane. Bane, okay, they will have to roll a uh, wisdom saving throw? DC 15 charisma saving throw. These are some charming robots, careful. One of them passed, two of them have failed. Okay, so two of them are now afflicted with Bane. It's 1d4 uh, subtraction to their uh, attack rolls and saving throws. Okay, oh, all that's right. good. No, that, that, that's a Bane is an incredible spell. That's a great spell. Your bonus action? I'm going to cast Shield of Faith on myself. All right, that gives you plus two AC, correct? Yep. Cool. Gonk, what are you doing? Uh, Gonk is going to... Uh, Just don't get in that line of fire, Gonk. That line of fire. Uh, Gonk, breathing heavily, you know, his lungs swelling, uh, clutches the Stormbreaker's keepsake that he holds around his neck. Uh, feeling, you know, summoning up his ancestral uh, portal powers. <laughs> uh, you can, you guys can see the the, the the fins, the rails down his back, sort of lighting, lightening up a bit, crackling with uh, arcane energy. And then he opens his eyes. There's a blood red fury to them. He charges around the corner at a uh, incredibly fast. It hits that far corner of the. Uh, of the uh, T intersection, and then speeds right past Tifi, uh, narrowly knocking him into the water, and then hits, contacts the very first uh, Warforged that T- in, the, in the line of fire there. So he's in between Tifi and the Warforged. You're gonna get hit. Is it an attack roll or is this a different attack? It is a attack roll uh, to charge. He's gonna, uh, char- he's gonna, the intention was, to knock the two Warforged into each other, posi- mm-hmm. uh, 
you know, maybe pushing them back about, you know, normally it would be 10 feet, I was thinking five feet. Yeah, yeah because it's since, much heavier. Well, since we're doing, uh, it, since there's two of them, that we're doing like a bowling ball effect. Right, they are very heavy creatures, so I'm just gonna ask for a strength check just to see how effective this was. Right. I know well, you have I an ability. If, they hit, if it hits right now, uh, DC 18, or sorry, uh, 15. You roll a 15? Yes. Uh, that does not hit. Okay, so the... Okay, so my attack failed all the same. Yep. We'll say uh, Gonk... It glances off. Gonk is a raging... Gonk weighs roughly 300 pounds, right? He's a heavy yes. dude. A raging 300-pound turtle, turtle, a fearsome sight, uh, with electricity crackling off it, turns the corner, rushes the first Warforge. War Gonk makes square contact with the Warforge, but it does not move. All right. Kong... Uh, intruder. Intruder. It uh, needs to make a... Intruder. Uh, intruder. Um, save against uh, lightning. Yeah, he definitely fails this save. All right. And the second one, <laughs> same thing. Uh, basically, the charge failed, but uh, there's a loud you know, uh, electrical snap, and he gets another one. Ooh. Oh. He takes uh, eight points of damage total. But he's got his... Sword out, ready to engage. He's, he's pumping himself up. It's okay. You got this. Second attack? Oh, that's right. Uh, mm -hmm. Second attack. Uh, does a 21 hit? It does. All right, cool. Um, he takes uh, 11 points of damage plus... Well, he has to make another DC, or another uh, lighting saving throw. Five. He failed. Plus, uh, so the second attack is 17 points of damage. Nice. 17, that's great. Oh, wait, hold on. Uh, one more saving throw. This is oh. electricity. Well, nope. Natty All five. Right. All right, pass. so that is uh, a 19 points of damage on the second attack. Beautiful. Oh, I'm such an idiot. Uh, and I also get, uh, sorry, that's actually 21 points of damage because I was raging. 29, 29 total. total to that one. Awesome. And for uh, my third attack. <laughs> you have a third attack? I, well, I'm raging. No, get him, Tortle. Uh, to uh, you get a bonus action when you're raging. Nice, Gonk. Okay, so thank you. Mm -hmm. uh, thank you. Thank you. And it whiffs because it's a 14. After Gonk smashes into this Warforge, it, it's not as if he smashed it in and bounced off. In fact, this was an immovable force versus unstoppable object. Yeah, this was too... So, but, <laughs> Something like that. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Imagine that was said correctly. Whatever. Yeah, while there, Gonk, Gonk realizes he's not going to be able to push this creature over. He pulls out his massive two-handed cutlass and gives one overhand strike. The strike lands clean. It bounces off its warforged head, doing significant damage. You see it bends the metal around its head. Gears fly off. Danger, danger. Uh, seeing that damage and seeing it reeling from that first attack, Gonk then makes a second strike from the side, uh, trying to hit its neck. Uh, hoping for a decapitation, despite the fact that it was an incredibly powerful blow that could be heard way down, that echoed far down the sewers. The Warforge's skeleton was too strong. He was not able to decapitate, but he did do significant damage. After each strike, you see electricity crackling. Next up is Lothario. Alrighty. Uh, I, I rolled a five... Yeah, but you, you're of eight. You are stealth though, so uh, go ahead and roll with advantage. Oh, okay, excellent. And I get advantage. Thank you for remembering the rules Let's for me. See another five. 
if four fives, four in, fives a in a row. Four fives in a row. Wow. Get Sad. a new dice. Yeah. I'm, uh, <laughs> is this the trick dice? Oh, you know what? It's a 20-sided five. So uh, one thing that I want to be clear is since it's stealth or because of my angle, could I shoot at one of the guys that they're fighting and not have the elite notice? He certainly heard something, so okay. he knows you're there, but you can still stealth yes, and right get away because he, he can't see you right now. You Got could it. certainly find a way to hide yourself. So if he had direct eyesight on you, I, I, I wouldn't give it to you, but he can't see. So I I uh, didn't get my stealth roll, but what is it? Do I get a second attack with a repeater? Or I, <laughs> you give me a different set of die? Yeah, okay. <laughs> you, you, <laughs> yes, you get a second attack, um, and if you attack the one that Gonk is engaged with, which is my goal. Uh, you yes. will have. You don't get advantage, but you can sneak attack damage. Nice. Got it. All right. Well, we got the. We switched from the red die to the green die. I think we're. This feels good. I feel. It I'm feeling good. good about this one. Yeah, it looks good. I got a. I got a 14. All right. Plus, a 14 but, but plus, plus a plus. dexterity, right? So eight. No. Twenty. Hell yeah. That's that's sure. That sure good as calling the dice. Sure as shit hits. Go ahead and roll me your damage for that, as well as sneak attack damage. All right. And the- 18 points of damage. Excellent. Nothing to sneeze at. It could have oh, been and then, good sight worse. Thank you. Uh, if, you know, if I sneeze, I probably could have gotten better numbers. You know what? <laughs> uh, grease up the die. Uh, and can I sneak attack, or can I fade into the shadows? And change, oh, yeah, roll, roll me a stealth check. Change positions on the Is green die. I'm back to the green. I'm back to the green bit. So 13 stealth? Yeah, 13. Did stealth perfectly, but when you take a deep breath, you got a little bit of sewer water in your mouth. And, like, like, and so now you're like, <laughs> There's, they can hear like a trail of a bubble. Like, you shouldn't have used a silly straw. Yeah. You should have used like a proper thing. I usually carry bamboo so, shoots on me. So you are you are not stealth. You are under the sewer ledge. The Warforge closest to you cannot uh, see you, but he did hear you. So he is okay. aware of your presence. And I'm in the same position. I can't, I'm not, like I just went slightly below yeah. where I was. I'm yeah. not, I can't move. Yeah. The, the one who is engaged with Gong can't see you though. Got it. Gotcha. Got the one who you shot. So, got it. Chud, you are up. Okay, cool. So I had sent my otter in early to scout out the whole thing, my mm-hmm. otter pop, and so he swims up to those to those warforges. And although uh, Gonk was attacking them, I, I'm hoping he can swim in front of Gonk. Oh, he can touch it. From... I was trying to get you not to stand in line in front of me so I could cast a lightning bolt. That's what I was trying to do. Uh, if you have all stood right in front of me, so before th- before the attack, Gonk would have said, "Do it anyway. I can take it." Now I'll cast something else. I um... no, do it, do it, do it. Yeah, it's a great. Spell. He's a warforged, and I'm a turtle that has. Uh... I'm your gonna... rage. So right now yeah, you probably have try. Actually, I'll try I'm with the otter. Have... Can I try with the I'm otter to not hit him? He would have the take... otter cast it. It, unless it's a touch spell, I don't believe the otter can channel, uh, oh. can cast like a lightning from its paws. Damn, that would have been dope. Huh. Well, I'm going to cast Magic Circle instead. You create a 10-foot radius, 20-foot tall cylinder of magical energy centered on a point in the ground. Glowing runes appear whenever the cylinder interacts with the floor or other surface. Choose one or more of the following types of creatures. Celestials, elementals, fey, fiends, or undead. Are they any of those? No. Well, then shit, I won't cast that. (laughs) I will have the otter touch the second guy and cast Bestow Curse. You touch a creature, and that creature must succeed on a wisdom saving throw or become cursed for the duration of the spell. The duration is up to one minute. You can choose one ability score while cursed. The target has disadvantage on ability checks. Cool. And saving throws made with the ability, or while cursed, the target has disadvantage on attack rolls against you, or while cursed, the target must make a wisdom saving throw at the start, and if it fails, it wastes its action or turn and does nothing. I'm going to do that one, I think. Okay. So Pop doesn't actually need to 
it, he has to touch you. Yeah, he, he needs to touch it, but he can just like disappear and reappear over there as long as it's within 30 feet. And it's just within. So it can literally appear on the other side of that Warforged and deliver a touch attack. All right, I'll do that. And uh, he'll it curse. Has to be a touch attack. He'll curse that second target. And okay. um, pop, pops in. Pop pops in. Yeah, pop pop. Oh, nice. I love water pop. Oh, wow, he rolled low. And he has Bane, too. Unfortunately, familiars so can only He does not save. Saving through Wisdom 15. Okay. He does not make it. All right. So while cursed, the target must make a Wisdom saving throw at the start of each of its turns. If it fails, it wastes its action that turn and does nothing. Oh, damn. Okay. Nice. Nice. Call with, with the while he's Bane. Not bad. He's just That's pretty bad. We got Bane yeah. and Curse on him now. So, so this robot... He has no action this Can't coming turn. Shit. He's malfunctioning. Error, error, error. <laughs> and he's just repeating this to himself as it's going to some sort of self-diagnostic mode. Can I uh, hidden step and turn invisible as a bonus action after that after that spell? Uh, yeah, because one of them's an ability. Yes, you can. Okay, so I vanish. Could I put a, like, a, a grenade with your otter and have him <laughs> Yeah, I, he can well, I mean, I could summon him again. So. No, you like a Vietnamese can. child oh, soldier? Can. Oh, my God. <laughs> what he can do Call is he pop. can... Like, Kevin's attack. Uh, so he gets two attacks per round. Of no, he only gets one because he is a fourth level paladin, level one warlock. Oh, that's right. Okay, uh, here we go. So you can Jaeger him. He rolled a one Ooh. for his attack. Yes. Yikes. All and right. My hammer. And my uh, hammer. He like lets go of it. It yeah. falls in the water. Uh, uh, my hammer. As the last attack of the sneak round ends, you can hear well, a loud. My covered in shit. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm trying it's to. It's still gonk like. I know. It, I'm <laughs> trying to get like into at least into like. Do your best, Alan Rickman impression, oh, yeah. and it goes oh, from my there. Alan Rickman impression is a little bit different, perhaps than David. <laughs> you asked for a minute. Mr. Mystery Guest. I've rolled <laughs> one. I rolled a one. My hammer flies out of my grip and lands in a puddle of feces. Let's say that. The Warforged can hear, although they really don't know what to do with this line, with their limited understanding of human language. And my hammer. Oh, fuck. As the hammer flies my out hammer. of. My hammer. As the hammer flies out of Kevin's hand when he draws it back for his overhand smash, uh, perhaps it was covered in sewage, whatever, uh, perhaps it's humid down here. Perhaps Kevin's hands were slippery because he's nervous, but that hammer flies out. Kevin is able to pick it up and kind of like scramble to his position in front of this Warforge. But it's like incompetent Thor. It, it was incredibly agile. Regardless, you're all in awe of how powerful my feline abilities are. You basically described a situation if Kevin got flowers for Algernon and his IQ enough. <laughs> yeah, that would be like a sentence Kevin That's would say. That's exactly. The surprise round is over. So we're going to go back to the top of the order. Tifi, what are you doing? All right. Um, now, I am going to cast, yeah, as a bonus action, I can cast a spiritual weapon at... I love this. Is it a scroll again? Yeah, that's that, nope, nope. Uh, it's gonna be a non-Newtonian liquid, uh, which Are is you freaking. It, oh it's a liquid that uh, cornstarch and water. Yeah, when it when it's when it strikes, it's hard, but otherwise, it's just like amorphous and like as this floating so globular so silly that seems soft. And it, but once it slams, it's gonna be a hard uh, uh, attack. So Clint summons Flubber. Spiritual weapon. Cast that level three. Boom, 
And then I'm going to uh, dart around and be on the other side of my spiritual weapon. The spiritual weapon only rolled a 13. That misses. Okay. And then I'm going to have uh, Rust fly up and give me the help action, giving me advantage to uh, um, uh, cast uh, um, Inflict Wounds at second level. Uh, 25. That hits. You went over 11. This Warforge is dead. So Tifi burns his bonus action, summons this delightfully simple and horrific blob creature. How big is this blob? Is it the size of a basketball? Size of a... It's it's a little bigger than a basketball. This ball appears floating over the sewer right uh, to, uh, alongside of the Warforge that's currently being engaged by Gonk. It appears and attempts to slam itself into the side of the Warforge head. But when it does, the Warforge just picks its arm up to block it. Despite its uh, simple design, you can't hear a loud noise as this blob propelled by magical forces and throws its entire body weight to this uh, heavy armor plating of this Warforge. Uh, you get the feeling that if that was a solid hit, it would have done some decent damage. Tifi, he runs up on the exact opposite side of his spiritual weapon. You see this uh, robotic clockwork out, flying to the face of this Warforge. Did I describe that right? I fucked it up. I don't think I ever called him robotic. Okay, so it's yeah. just an owl, it's yeah. a gray owl. Barn owl, we just didn't say it's a barn now, owl. Uh, he, I'm going to have to make some changes, maybe. That's okay. a great idea. Gotcha. Like in the Clash of the Titans, the original yeah, movie. Straight up. <laughs> Bubo. Yeah, that would be awesome. What was his name? Bubo. This owl flies up at the Warforge face while the Warforge while his hands up from blocking the spiritual weapon attack. It begins swatting at this owl. As it does this, it completely misses Tifi running up and laying its hands upon a vulnerable spot on the Warforge. You hear because it is inorganic being made of metal. Uh, metal is being torn. Wounds are being made. It's actually a very loud sound as he hears metal being ground, split, torn, contorted inside this creature's body. This creature is killed, shut down, deactivated. You see the, its lights go down, you see its power deactivated, but even so, the, these huge wounds are just being ripped open in the metal in its chest. You get the feeling that if this was an organic being, it would be a very gruesome sight to watch this happen. Okay, now it is the Warforge turn. Because of your incredible surprise attack, good tactics, good planning, and wise spell use, you only have to deal with two Warforge for this attack round, which is good because these guys pack a punch. Yeah, yeah he has to... Uh, roll a wisdom, saving, wisdom throw. saving throw at the beginning of each turn. Minus a d4 to be. Oh, yeah, that's awesome. Uh, Warforge 2, they get three attacks, so we're gonna ha- go ahead and. No, uh, he has to roll a wisdom saving throw in order to be able to attack. Uh, uh, didn't the he, cursed didn't he already fail? He already failed uh, at the beginning of that surprise round. I uh, thought already rolled that. No, that's for him to be cursed or not. Now, when it's his turn, he has to roll a wisdom saving Just for throw. Just first. Oh, okay. In gotcha. order to be able to attack at all this round. All right. So, in order to deal with that curse, he's going to go ahead and roll now. Minus three. Uh, he got a six. So he fails. So he, this guy is cursed. And not only that, but he does not get to move this turn as well. He doesn't yeah, get to do anything. Wasted. Yeah. This turn. He's yeah. It's okay. Malfunction. This uh, uh, Warforge sits there uh, and continues saying, "Error, error, error." The cords, stone, and metal that he's constructed of just none of that shit's working with each other at all. Mm-mm. Okay, we're going moving on to Warforge number one here in the back. He is going to move up to Kevin. Kevin. He is going to uh, go up to Kevin. Pretty As he tall. does, the ground shake like a T-Rex is approaching. Every time he takes these steps, yeah. it's more like a urine yeah. It is quite literal ED-209 walking in that movie. It's freaking terrifying. Thank you so much for painting this delightful word picture. <laughs> he is going to throw the worker Warforge out of the way. 
Just butt him out of the way. He knows <laughs> the Warforged is tough. Yeah, is the utility got bot doing anything? Good question. That Warforged has continued his work, shows no regard for his, his own safety. Is. He's continuing working. The elite Warforged veteran pushes him out of the way, and he is going to attack Kevin. His first attack was a natural one. As he's walking over to Kevin, one of the longsword-looking blade that is on the creature's right arm protracts further. It flips out. <laughs> when he does this, he makes a clumsy robotic swing at Kevin that Kevin easily is able to dodge. The Warforge ends up making massive contact with the sewer wall, creating a large crater and sending rocks flying everywhere. Zoinks. For his next attack with the longsword, he got... He does not hit. He rolled a four, wow. even with his bonuses. So lucky. with, yeah, because he has really good to hit bonuses. Brings it up and brings it down to Kevin. Kevin, with his feline agility, is able to easily sidestep it. However, for his third attack, he rolled a 15. Oh, no, I'm sorry, uh, 18. He rolled an 18. Do we an take anything off of that? Hits, me. Uh, hits Kevin. All right. Third attack is an iron fist attack. So after missing twice with his right hand, he rears back his left hand and forms it into a powerful fist and punches Kevin right in the chest plate. Ooh, he fisted him. Fortunately though, he caught Kevin's breastplate and only did four damage. Okay. Next Warforge is up. This far Warforged over here, Warforged yeah. one, he is going to, he is going to turn over here. He's going to aim his flintlock rifle turret, his shoulder mounted predator-esque. All right, you guys are lucky as fuck. These robots are incompetent as shit because he it. rolled an eight uh, total. He is going to aim at Gonk. If Gonk is perceptive enough, you have seen a ballistic trail going in front of his eyes and he just sees part of the sewer in front of him to his right explode as if it was hit with a powerful metal ball. I think it would just be like, <laughs> well, Gonk's not perceptive at all at the moment. He's full on in, he's just, all he sees is red. So we just hear ricochet. Yeah. <laughs> Gonk doesn't even realize it as a bullet flies right by his face and, and uh, giant and, metal spikes sticking out of the wall. And does significant damage to the sewer uh, <laughs> wall uh, next to him. And that ends the Warforged turn. You guys, I picked this. set ineffective ambush. <laughs> high, <laughs> high five, everybody. Yeah, way to go. Killed them yet, though. We only killed one so far, so we got to get these other guys. Gonk, you are up. Here we go. Okay, much better this go around. Uh, first attack, big whiff. That's okay. <clears throat> Second attack probably hits, I want to say, uh, it's a 21. 21 does hit. And the Third attack, uh, 17, does that hit? Does not. Ah, damn. Okay, so one attack. Uh, uh, can we? Can I get two uh, saving throws? Yes. One on lightning, or both on lightning, rather? Yeah. DC 13 on both. Nope. It's a five minus four. One. And one more? One more. The Warforged have been rolling real bad. Terrible. Terribly. 19, 23 points of damage. Well done, Gonk. Gonk makes a series of quick strikes. Very impressive feat considering the weight of his weapon and how much strength and skill it takes to wield a cutlass of that size. But he is able to take three powerful swipes. The first two swipes are blocked by the Warforged uh, with the powerful metal plating on its forearms. The third strike, though, instead of making a slashing attack, he rears back and just does a powerful stab, and he catches the Warforge right in its face and its optical sensors. He smashes the creature's left eye out. You see sparks flying all over the place as 
This was a very powerful blow. This Warforged seems very incapacitated. Whatever you did is infected yeah, it internally. Snaps all of, well, not lightning, but, you know, big electrical bolts uh, flashing left, right, and center. Yeah, when he makes contact, it sounds and looks, makes the flash of, like, when two lightsabers hit and makes it's a noise. It's very impressive, you guys. Uh, Lothario, you are up. Alrighty. I am gonna... That's a nine? Okay. Thank God. Uh, I want to attack uh, the elite next to me. I don't think sees me too well. He knows you're there, like but, but he has chosen not to attack you, which oh, may okay, change. Got it. got it, got it, yeah. So, uh, roll to attack that guy, and with a 9 plus my... Uh, Modifier brings the uh, it up to... So okay. then, uh, yeah, I'm trying to shoot at the second one. Which it should be plus... I'm going to tell you right now, it doesn't hit. Very good roll. Boom. High number, but it misses. <laughs> it works so, for me. So take your second shot. You're, you're like dead okay. center, but it just ricochets off their armor. Again, these are... Uh, 11 combat. this time. 11 oh, plus two more. Eight, plus eight. Eight, 19. 19. Which one are you at? That oh, my weapon. Just hits. Woo. So roll damage and roll sneak attack. And then you said six nine. plus six plus nine. So you do 15 damage total? Yes. All right, perfect. Lothario from his little hiding spot. He misses the first time, but perhaps the sewage water, just the stink is really messing with them. <laughs> that second shot barely lands. The Warforge puts his hand up to block it, but it just squeaks by the armor. The Warforge, because it's optical sensors of damage, it miscalculates Lothario's shot. As it does, a bolt strikes directly into the hole created by Gonk where the optical center was. This Warforge is looking very hurt. Chud, you were up. So these two enemies in the back, can I summon a tidal wave to wipe them out? These two all the way on the far right, the little scientist one and the one in front of him. If the water's there, can I raise it up to smash them into the wall like that? You can attack any which way you want, yeah. 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 So I think I can attack them without hitting anybody else. Yeah, I don't know if I can hit all three of them. Depending or... upon what the, the wording of the spell is. Okay, you can conjure a wave of water that crashes down on an area within range. The area can be up to 30 feet long, up to 10 feet wide, and up to 10 feet tall. So Absolutely, you wide. can hit three. Okay, cool. They do a save, dexterity 15. One of them will at least take the... Are, are two of them baned? No, one of them is baned. The other one, the other baned one is and The other one's cursed, though. One of them rolled a natural 20. Okay. One of them rolled with Bane, uh, 12. One of them rolled a natural one. One of the elite Warforged passed with a natural 20. The other one, because he was Bane, did not pass. And the worker, because he is not a combat model, rolled a natural one. So he takes the full. You guys killed C-3PO. 48 bludgeoning damage. And on a failed save, they're also knocked prone. On a successful save, they take half as much damage and is not knocked prone. Okay, so only one of them saved. So uh, go ahead and roll damage. 20. 20 total? Yeah. Yeah. This guy's dead. Right. So one of the Warforge is slammed into the ground. Two elite Warforges uh, and one worker Warforge are hit. The one with the damaged optical socket failed, takes full damage as this wave hits it. It knocks it to the ground, slams it hard. You can hear a lot of the uh, parts in its head that were already knocked loose, just rattling around now. It slowly deactivates as it's- Nice. Uh, why won't you love me, father? I am a real boy. I'm dying. <laughs> the second Warforge does not get knocked prone, but certainly takes significant bludgeoning damage from being thrown with tidal force into the wall behind it. The worker Warforged is smashed to bits, completely destroyed. In fact, upon that exact action, the worker Warforged being destroyed, the two remaining Warforged you hear from them as a reaction Self-destruct sequence initiated. Okay, I say we run, fellas. These Warforged are standing in place. Combat is effectively over. Boys, we need to move. Five, four, 
Mosey, quick! I'm mosing. Roll for Mosey. Two. We make Mosey rolls. One. I rolled a natural 20 hey, on Mosey. Pretty successful Mosey. Yeah, everybody roll uh, roll, and we're gonna see how, how far you were able to get a safe distance. I as... cast caches. Oh 20! I moseyed right off almost at the cliff, but I 20. Dude, Sal and I both got <laughs> natural 20. Natural 20s, so what'd you get, Gonk? Uh I rolled a uh Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna say that it was a 12. To Mosey. 12? <gasps> Kevin also rolled a Kevin natural rolled 320. Natural 20. I'm pretty fast. <laughs> All right, this is amazing. Okay. Luckily, you have a shell. Yeah. Gonk just li- literally like just withdraws into his shell. Into it. Gonk starts to run. Everybody else is sprinting away. He like, turns into the purple shell from Mario and just bounces around the corner and hits all of us on the way Or skips past us and hits the whoever's in the front. Yeah. Gonk starts taking a couple awkward steps. I realize, oh, dang, I ain't getting away. And he, I just got to slow down. <laughs> So he gets into his shell. The spell Fireball is cast. You three were able to get around the corner because you rolled nat 20. Gonk, however, takes uh, Fireball's... uh, Hold on. I need to successfully do a dex saving throw. That's hard to tell. 86. Uh, That would be a... Gonk, you were able to get your head and sensitive parts into your shell in time before the explosion happened. 30 total damage. All right, Gonk, you take 15 damage from the explosion. As you guys leave, it's like an action movie. You guys are jumping out of the way as this explosion happens. And I'm um, clutching I, in, my otter. In gaseous form, uh, <laughs> Tifi actually has advantage on saves versus strength, dexterity, and constitution saving throws and, takes, uh, and has resistance to non-magical damage. So I still have to roll to avoid this. So what do I roll? For the, to avoid the it's going to be a dexterity check. We said it was a moseying check, and yeah. that was just to see how fast you could yeah. get out of range. Right, we mosey. So I failed that, but I still take half damage. So. Okay, so you take 15 damage as yeah. well. Okay. Do I take you take damage? you two you three? Okay, including Kevin, take nothing. Okay. All right, you guys turn back around the corner. You see Gonk. Gonk, you all right? Did you get scorched? Yeah. How you doing the in there? Water level like falls back down after the fireball and the tidal wave and all this ridiculous magic that's been thrown around. <laughs> Gonk looks thoroughly, he just, his head emerges from his shell with a huge smile on his face, which is hard because he doesn't have any teeth. <laughs> uh, but his mouth is just open and that stupid sort of moray eel sort of thing, he's just like, that was awesome. <laughs> is Teefy all right? Where's Teefy? <laughs> I, I drop my gaseous form and I look a little worse for wear. Teefy turned half, into a fart. <laughs> half my hit points, basically, uh, <laughs> metagaming style. You guys great. I'm, I'm, I'm like smoking. I'm, I'm not feeling too good. But I, uh, you know, cast some cure wounds or something. Oh, yeah, no, no. Uh, Gonk is bleeding profusely from about the head and shoulders as well. <laughs> but he's like, this is the best time I've ever had this in a toilet. How about you guys? Well, aside I, from being un- co- covered in shit and blood, I feel uh, I feel like we really bonded there. <laughs> Man, Sarah Lee, you missed out. <laughs> and that is as good of a place as any day in the show. <laughs> Somewhere there's a drunk whore chain smoking, wondering, but there's something it. I was supposed to be doing today. Somewhere someone is covered in blood and shit, and I'm missing out. <laughs> Cut to her, and she's just floating face down in the water still. <laughs> if you guys had rolled a perception check, you would have seen Gertrude's corpse. Oh, Oh, no. <laughs> My favorite punk band. Oh, no. Roll a new character, Sarah Lee. Clint Beiser, where can people find you? On the internet at Clint Beiser. <laughs> all right. Jesse Egan, where can people find you? Check me out at Jesse Egan Comedy on all social media, jesseegan.net on my website, and um, that's it. All right. And don't forget to go into your local comedy club, wherever it is, and demand more Jesse Egan. That's right. And you- Otter Pups. It's summer. Get some Otter Pups. Get some Otter, otter Pups, everybody. Caleb Cleveland, where can they find you? At Caleb is drawing on your friendly neighborhood social medias. And uh, 
go out and buy kids on bikes and yeah. buy the ABCs and one two threes of D and D. Caleb's kids have to eat. Mm-hmm. Well, they still won't eat after that, but they still, <laughs> at the very least, you'll have some amazing role-playing, some award-winning role-playing uh, ex- uh, experiences. Support a man who starves his children. <laughs> Salvador Viesco, where can they find you? At Salvador Viesca V on Twitter and at Salvihaha on Instagram. Again, uh, we keep putting this out there. If you want somebody easy to beat the shit out of in video games on PlayStation 4 Network, yeah, Sly I'm, Funky Monk. So really easy. You know, I'm, yeah, I'm, right. I'm, are you kidding? I'm tricky. Lafaro is like a pro gamer, basically. Like I'm, I'm getting them to go up and slap the ex-professional fighter in the face. <laughs> and I have been your dungeon master, Damian Mercado. If you want to reach out to the show, go ahead and tweet us or Instagram us at awful D and D. The bar is set really low for fan interaction, so if you want to request a crazy character named Penis McGee, I I would hate it, but we could, we would do it for a fan interaction yeah, and a five star review in iTunes. Would. If anybody knows what Chud Bingsley's middle name is, send it in and we might <laughs> use it. Do you want to name Chud's middle name? Best fan suggestion gets it. All right. Uh, can your middle name be uh, J Fox? You never know. We'll <laughs> <Michael>. see. <laughs> Chud J Fox. Great adventure today, Damien. Thanks, man. Uh, my pleasure. And I hope this you guys had so a great fun. time listening. Uh, this has been a wonderful time. Hope to see you back next time. Later, nerds. <laughs>